0: What does a community manager actually do? I get asked this question a lot, and I was recently asked this question when I was speaking at a Mastermind event. So I wanted to share the answer with you, and oh, by the way, if you haven't downloaded yet my guide to a community manager, then you definitely want to do that. You just need to go to chanelyn.com slash practices, and that is going to share with you what to look for in a community manager and the best practices of a community manager. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So let's talk about what that community manager role is. So I break it down differently in my course. In my course, I talk about their different roles like cheerleader, party host, bouncer, librarian, like really strategic thinking, but for you all, I just wanna get really simple around the task. So your community manager needs to own your community forum, whether that's a Facebook group or a circle community or a Mighty Networks or an Instagram community that they have now, they own that. That means that they create the plan for it, they set it up, they are the ones who are aware of all updates and new settings. They keep it optimized at all times. So it's a Facebook group, for example, they need to be paying attention to all of the new features that are rolling out in Facebook groups. Because if you have a Facebook group, you know, they roll out a new feature and they turn it on for all groups. Like they are not even asking permission. (laughs) So they need to know about all of that. They're also the one really supporting with that forum or Facebook group moderation and engagement. So they're not the only one to do this. I think a lot of times people think, I'm not going to hire a community manager. I'm never going to show up in my community again. But a community manager should be the first touch point in that community, but they should be feeding you the most important post to engage on. Important. What does that mean? That means there's a lot of activity on the post. So a whole lot of people are going to see it because it's a high engagement post. It's a post that they're not quite sure how to handle because maybe a question like that hasn't been asked or addressed in your community before. So they don't really have anything to model after. Maybe it's a post that is a real culture piece, either like we really need to celebrate somebody's win or we really need to course correct because this person's mindset is really struggling and you're the visionary, you're the mindset coach, if you will, for your members. So you've got to come in and like give that extra hurrah to that individual but they should be handling a large majority of the things that come into your group and helping make connections among members and getting that engagement going. So if you don't have a VA, your community manager is also just doing let people in and let people out, but a really great community manager will eventually elevate in their skills. You'll want them to do more for you and they will need to outsource some things to a VA as well. Like that's what that growth path looks like eventually your community manager isn't doing everything for you anymore. So they will need to outsource to a VA. The other thing that they do, other than just sort of own that community forum is own that onboarding process for the community forum in particularly. So really thinking about when a new member joins your community forum, how are we getting them acclimated to the culture? How are we showing them around, having them introduce themselves, making connections? How are we making them aware of our guidelines? Like they need to be thinking through that onboarding process. And my recommendation is that they actually help support you in your onboarding process for your program across the board. So if you have a course, if you have a membership, even if it's service-based, really looking at how do you onboard new clients and what does that experience look like? And can your community manager help improve that experience? So own the forum community onboarding, and really just sort of giving you additional perspective and onboarding as a whole, and then communication for your community. Now, I find that when people hire community managers, they tend to take over all communication. So they're writing weekly newsletters, they're sending out announcements about events and a hundred percent, like in the early days when it's just you and your community manager or you and a VA and a community manager, like, yes, have them support in those ways. They can help do a weekly newsletter. They can do your event reminder emails. But really at the core of a community manager, their job is to handle all communication in the community forum or anything that's like setting up Zoom events and calendars, those community elements of your membership or program. If you have like live Zoom calls or something like that, the community manager is often the person that helps moderate and facilitate that deliverable, schedule it, set up the reminders for it, all of that just kind of stuff. So the communication strategy for the community forum and then any community deliverables. So like live discussion calls, onboarding and orientation calls, I recommend my clients do those. Those are community manager roles. So you don't do the onboarding call, your community manager actually does the onboarding call. Okay, so own the forum, community onboarding, community communication, like inside of that forum, you can expand outside of that if you need to community related deliverables. And then a few of the things that people tend to mess with the community manager role is like reporting. So it's really their job to report trends that are going on in the community. Like, Hey, we're seeing a lot of people getting stuck on this, or we're seeing a lot of questions about this or like, Hey, the economy is coming up a lot more than it used to. They should be reflecting all of that back to the team Because they're the one who has the pulse point in the community. So they're the ones that should be really reflecting that back to the team. They should be reporting member successes and wins and really the one responsible for collecting and organizing those stories and making sure that they get shared. That's why like in my course, I have a whole bonus on just collecting, organizing, and sharing stories because that's such a key role for a community manager is knowing the wins and successes of your people. And then tracking any community-related metrics, like active members in the Facebook group, that sort of stuff. So reporting and then team support elements. There's a couple of ways that a community manager should really support the team other than what I've already mentioned around reporting. And one is if you have a customer support team, the community manager often needs to sort of cross-collaborate with customer support. Because if you think about it, I feel like a person who is talking to a business, it doesn't matter if I am DMing you on Instagram or if I'm writing into support or if I'm posting in the Facebook group, I think you know everything about me. So when I write about something to support, sometimes you all know this. It's like, carrying a conversation from a different platform. It's like they're talking about something. You're like, I feel like I should have some context on this, but I don't. So a community manager will often need to provide context to support and say, oh no, this is a very active member. I told her to go to you because she's having trouble with XYZ or whatever it might be. They can also support in preparation of any frequently asked questions that you have on your sales page and any like support articles, because Again, they really know what challenges the community faces once they become a member or buy the course. They're the ones who have that pulse point so they can really support in helping develop those frequently asked questions to help kind of mitigate a lot of the questions that they get in the community and then from an operations perspective they can also just support in making sure that they have all of their community SOPs done and updated really big on processes all team members doing a screen share recording of everything that they do and having that documented so that if they elevate into a new role in your business or if for whatever reason they decide to leave or you decide that they need to leave everything is documented in there so that's another way that they can support so Does that give you all like a really good idea just so we have full context of like, it's not just like posting in a Facebook group and engaging. There's so much more to this role. Okay. I know that was a lot. When I talk about hiring a community manager, they really need to be really detailed because they're the cruise director, right? They're communicating all of the details to all of your people. Where do you need to be? How do you get there? What's the Zoom link? What time? Who's the special guest? Like that's the community manager so often So they need to be detail oriented, they need to be a really good, not just written communicator, like being able to write good, compelling copy, but they also need to be good at oral communication, maybe more importantly, because now with AI, like AI can support them in writing really great social posts, but AI can't support them when they're leading an orientation call with a member so more than anything you really want to be looking for how do they present on video can they lead a zoom room Can they really run the show of a zoom room and we always want somebody who is a lover of people and has had that tested if you've worked in hospitality or retail customer support you've had your love for people tested there's a lot of people who are like oh i love people and i'm like you love having friends but you've never worked In customer support or retail, that might change your love of people very quickly. So, I always want somebody who has a strong and tested love of people. And then, emotional intelligence is something I look for. That's more important in some memberships than others, some programs than others, because some are more sensitive topics. You have more vulnerable people, and you need somebody who is more emotionally intelligent that can handle those conflict heavy situations or vulnerable situations more. Okay, I think that's like a deep dive on all things community manager what to look for in a community manager. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shannalin.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.